Welcome to episode 81 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how you doing tonight? Randomly feel like coughing, apparently, right as we do the intro. Apparently. No you know, we were totally fine talking, and then you just have to cough and ruin the whole thing. Yep. But I'm doing all right. Just finished FNM, actually. Went 2-1, and one, drafting Izzets. Sweet. As everyone should. Actually, no one else should, because then that would make my Izzet decks a lot worse. But... Yeah, but... I, I, I've just been doing sealed on arena and, and crushing uh, it. Well, this last one I didn't, but I'm. Uh, you finally didn't. You finally didn't go seven x. Yeah, I went what seven x seven x. Did I do another seven x? No, yeah, I didn't do three. In did row, did I? I saw at least three. Oh, okay. So I went seven x seven x seven x three three, <laughs> or four three. I can't remember which one it was. I had a really, I had a really bad. Uh, Lesnia deck uh, that had that X spell, which right. is really good. Yep. Um, won games I didn't deserve to win, and then I'm uh, lost my first game because I have a child that apparently doesn't want to sleep anymore and had to just <laughs> and had to just get up and walk away from my computer um, oh, that, and tore myself out. Um, Lost my net, lost another game to just mana basically, and then lost a third game to I should have beat them because they were no good, but <laughs> and um, uh, I just kind of flooded and stuff, but whatever, yeah, should still better than so. I thought the deck would do. Yeah, so I got to attack someone for 10 and then the next turn attack them for 18. Jeez. Uh, in case you're curious, your, your whole quasi duplicate on that. 3-3 three, three hexproof thing. Yeah. Small beans. Very binary. Oh gosh, really. What you need to do is quasi duplicate on your Wii Dragon Knots. Oh. Oh. And, <laughs> and then just go ham. <laughs> just <be> like <laughs> smash people to death. <laughs> so it, it felt okay. good. It felt That's... good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So far I like the format, but me too. I actually, I think it's kind of funny that I I actually didn't plan on going is it, but of course the first time I draft the format I go is it. Obviously, it was like so I would pack one, pick one, Sacred Foundry because duh. Duh. Okay. And my pack, <laughs> pack one, pick two, was that green, green, white, white centaur. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, you know, this is you know, I passed one of these. I saw this. Like this card's really freaking good. Like, I'm going to take this. And then I took uh, the five damage, five mana burn spell. And <laughs> then I took a direct current. And then I took another direct current. And then I just started getting past blue cards. I'm like, all right, we doing this, I guess. This is where we are. But... <laughs> For everyone else, I'm doing this. It. Uh, so, um, a couple, I have a couple quick announcements. Um, first off, so, first things first, uh, the website and feed uh, are now on the new host and everything like that. So, if you go to the localmeta.com, you'll see we have a new the site looks new and everything and doesn't redirect and all that. Uh, we're moved over there. So, if, you, if your feed readers or anything are on the old site, hopefully they're not uh, because this isn't going to work. Um, but I'm uh, update everything to that. Uh, our iTunes and Google feeds have been updated to that too. So you should be getting the, the freshest local meta everywhere you look. Um, second, quick shout out because we had a recording and that was two parts and didn't have a chance to say anything this, but I'm uh, on the news site. There is a comment for uh, episode 78, our preparing for rotation thing where I'm uh, Adam W posts a, beautiful poem called ode to a deck to about constrictor um just just go read it because it's phenomenal <laughs> so but i actually have a story about that oh really i talked to him because you know i know yeah. who he is obviously uh-huh. and he's like yeah that was literally just what i came up with off the top of my head just by listening to that episode i have a longer version if you want to read it oh my god <laughs> Tell him if he send, tell him if he sends us the longer version, we will read it on the podcast because I just I, I love this. Yeah, so he he let me read it at the pre-release, and I'm just like, this is great. 
Uh, yeah, it's it, there. There is a longer version where he added some stuff. Um, apparently, you have to. There's certain words that don't rhyme if you read them, but if you speak them, they do. Yeah, so you like that's what I kept trying to do. I kept trying. Uh, oh, sorry. You just have to like re- like read them in a certain way, but it's it's exceptional. <laughs> yeah, like big, big fan. Good old forced rhymes. Yeah, because that's what I kept trying to to make my cute little rhyme of like roses are red, black green is evil, verdurous gear Hulk attack you for lethal. <laughs> but <laughs> like, you really have to push it and say it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so snake has rotated, and we are still talking about it. Yes. But I'm, uh, thank you very much for that poem. It is awesome. So I'm just, yeah, the whole thing is just beautiful. Uh, poems never knew a hit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, okay. John, do you want to introduce our in-depth serious topic for today? All right. Uh, insert comments about something. I don't know. Um, some people may recall that a while back there was something that was released. It was as a uh, WPN specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Signature Spellbook Jace, and it was technically seven spells and a Jace the Plan- Jace Blair and Planeswalker, but it was basically eight cards with a special promo frame with special art, and it was like these are the spells that are you're supposed to associate with Jace. And um, me and Fletcher had like talked about it, like a few, you know, little random thoughts, like what would our signature spellbooks be? I mean, and it then, was a like, thing on Twitter too. Yeah, and then it's like I was wondering, like last week, it's like, man, what would like the other Planeswalkers' signature spellbooks be? And then we're trying to like think of like a topic, and I was like, what if we just like do like what would our signature spellbooks be like? Yeah, like you know, like these are the eight cards is we limited ourselves to the same number as the actual promo package like these are the eight cards that you know in some way or another would be our signature spell book so yeah and it, it it's it's interesting because it kind of tells a story of you as a magic player to some degree yeah it does and uh like yeah like i I specifically did not choose my favorite cards because I did not think that those those weren't what I was going with. Um, minor, I chose specifically cards that, like, I asked uh, Manny. I'm like, Manny, what's the one card that you like when you think of me? You think of in regards to magic? He's like, in regards to like what? I'm like, you know, memories or like things you play. I'm like, whichever. He's like, he immediately named off the number one card on my list. <laughs> That one would be be high. I am surprised there is not one on your list. I'll be honest, but I yeah, think you, I, have a re- you have a representative there. Yeah, I I very specifically did not choose cards, and I was like, this is like my thing. So mine are a little bit like I have a couple that are like that, and I think it would be disingenuous to not name a few of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, like the my list is almost uh, like if you it, it's cards that have made me evolve as a magic player or something to some degree which is sweet or or, or represent yeah or as you said represent you in some way so um so we're just gonna go down each of our lists and kind of just talk about we're gonna we're gonna kind of try to go a little deep here probably too so um we're just gonna kind of talk about our lists and stuff so um i'm probably less interesting so should should i start it (laughs) off yeah sure why not okay all right so the best card on the list is my number one. <laughs> and I don't think th- I don't think you can argue this one even. On raw power level, uh hands down. Yeah. So my first one is Brainstorm. <laughs> John, have you cast Brainstorm before? Once or twice. Does it feel good? It feels pretty, pretty damn good. <laughs> like this. This is just one of those cards that is just so, so good to play, man. Like, I mean, this is why I play Legacy, is to cast Brainstorms. <laughs> I, like, I'm only, like, a quarter joking with that whole thing. I mean, yeah. like, that's kind of what the format is about to some degree. Like, it absolutely is. Like, 
I think hands down the most common critique I have of you when like when I watch you play Legacy, like any advice I give oh, you, yep. almost always stems from I think you brainstormed wrong at this turn. And you're usually right. Like, like yeah. there's it's such an insane amount of complexity for a one blue instant. Yeah. And I mean and like honestly, like I could have I mean, for me, I love drawing cards. I could have put any card draw thing here, but I think Brainstorm is the one that is like yeah, it's super, super good card draw, but also it's such a complex card. And I feel like it's one of those cards that, I mean, that I feel like I've advanced a lot in my skill over the time of playing it. And it, it's interesting to even think about, you know, how far I've come and how much further I can go. <laughs> yeah, like the actual... Like... I, it's really hard to like actually like get into like the specifics about this card because like it's really hard to just be like brainstorm. It's a super super complicated card, yep. and you can't there describe you why it's super complicated, right? Like you literally have to play it to understand it, and it's mm -hmm. not even just like you know you see all these people who like they play brainstorm in like their commander decks, <laughs> and they're doing it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> like. Brainstorm is in and of itself is not a good magic card. Mm, I don't know if you're right there. It's an okay magic card. Mm -hmm. Brainstorm gets insanely more powerful when you start playing with shuffle effects. Oh yeah, that's that like that is why Brainstorm is as dominant as it is. It's in t it's because fetch lands exist. Oh yeah, that's why it, you you see it all the time in any format that it's legal yeah like and like you this even goes so far as like if you see someone playing like you see people learning to take advantage of something like that where it's like i've seen someone playing a delver deck against a lance opponent and the lance opponent boarded in ghost quarter and they ghost quartered the um delver players dual land and the Delver player brainstorms in response to take advantage of the Ghost Quarter Shuffle, even though they have no basics to search for. <laughs> like, like, that's not something you just naturally be like, oh yeah, this is what I should do. That's something that Brainstorm teaches you to do. Yeah. Like, it's insane, the complexity in that one card. Like... There's, yeah, sure, Steve Menendian wrote a book on how to play Gush. There's, like, there's like encyclopedias on how to play Brainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I would be doing a disservice not to in include some card draw on my list, and I think Brainstorm is just the most iconic one. Yeah, I will say um, I did show this list to some people because I was asking, you know, I asked their opinions, <laughs> like, what do you think is like an iconic card for me? And I showed them your lists, and uh, one of them was like, "I'm really surprised divination isn't on his list." <laughs> divination is just the best impersonation I can get in reasonable formats. Yeah, I just you like know, drawing yeah. cards. Is all it is. So. I think brainstorm is a pretty good placeholder for divination and other such effects. So, oh yeah, and stand still and all that fun shit. Mm -hmm. But. Okay, so, so my next one, um, and and actually, as we were talking earlier, I kind of realized that this is more of a category than anything. But I'm uh, the second card, the the card I would put in the in the set would be Mana War. But you know, I the other cards I put were like Frost Links, you know, the Temple cards, and then obviously just the Smack You in the Mouth, Two for One Chupacabra, but like. I, you know, the enter the battlefield value, like, tempo slash advantage creature. Like, I I remember when M15 was out, I, a Frost Links would not get by me. Like, that was just my favorite thing. And, like, if Manowar was in a set, I don't know if I would be able to pass it either. Tempo! I'm... I mean, I literally just, like, had a talk about how, like, I've been... I really enjoy winning with stuff like Izadex. I'm mm -hmm. a big fan of tempo card cards. Oh, yeah. and I'm a big fan of tempo effects. Like, we're going to cover 
a pseudo category in my list, which is being held down by one card, which just encompasses my love of tempo. <clears throat> I kind of think that Chupacabra... It's a cheat, but I've just... It's, it's a pseudo cheat, but it still belongs on this list. Uh, yeah, that card has held a place in my heart since I've been playing it in, in Standard, so... <laughs> Can I point out, I love the fact that, you know, we went from ranting about people who think it should be banned to just being like, this card is absolutely amazing. It still doesn't deserve to be banned. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, like, what card did we just rant about with that? Uh, Assassin's Trophy. Yeah. We're like, we're like, people are way too high on this card. This card's freaking amazing, but people are way too high on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, like, yeah, this whole little, like, just anything that gives you some sort of advantage and leaves a 2-2 body behind is just so good. Oh, like, it's just, people just ignore that. Like, I don't, you know, it's, man, well, as I said, I like, Frostlinks was just one of my favorite cards from M15. I got into the same little discussion with someone today where there's like, I think mission briefing is going to see play in older formats. And I'm just like, what deck would play mission briefing that wouldn't play Snapcaster Mage? And they're yeah. like, I don't know. I just think it's going to see play. I'm like, you're underestimating the value of that body. Like, yeah. Saddle like, up that Snapcaster and ride him to victory. Yeah. It's like, oh, Man of War, your three drop. I still have a 2 2 body. Like. Yeah, it's or like, or flash it in as an ambush viper. Also, flashback a spell, kill two of your creatures. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hello it, for one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the same thing though with like you know like the mana war, the chupacabra, mm -hmm. and all that. Like you know, you especially like if you ever go like mana war on three, mana war on four, just like oh my you gosh. just like time walk your opponent for multiple turns. It's like yeah, like, like or even just going like fine two drop. Manowar bounce your dude attack you, and then like yeah the next Manowar bounce your dude attack you <laughs> like yeah it's like yeah you've taken what two four six in like those turns that's just uh. and you still don't have a board state versus three creatures yeah like, exactly it's just so so good uh. nothing no win feels better than just the tempo your opponent out win yeah like. And it's really funny because Manowar is one of those cards that, like, like now it's a card that I love. Like, I, it's just, I just love that style of card. And I, I, I almost always try to play them in Limited, no matter how much they cost almost. But I'm, uh, I remember back when I started, uh, I remember looking at that card and, and just being like, oh, this thing's stupid. Like, <laughs> all it, it does, all do it does is bounce the creature. It doesn't do anything. Like, ugh. Like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> It's like this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. I have come, I have come a fair way since <laughs> cracking open my portal packs, but as uh, most people have, yes, hopefully. But <laughs> all right, so so number three on my list, and these are obviously all in no particular order. If anybody cares, yeah. uh, is standstill. <laughs> I think. Like I don't know if I don't know if this is a signpost for me loving to play decks that used to be good, or are just like <laughs> not quite there, um, or me loving to play decks that make my opponents do absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I do think you held on to the standstill thing a little too long. If I'm completely honest. Oh, fair, fair. I like how it just took an offhand comments and 10 minutes of talking to actually get you to decide to play a real deck. Part of it <laughs> was is how well I was doing with standstill. Yeah. Like when I, when I was playing standstill, you know, just for the one-on-ones at the GP and stuff like that, it was like, I could like beat people with real decks with this thing. Like, what could I do if I had a deck that actually like was good? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like like you said though about the whole uh, you enjoy like making your opponents do nothing. Like Stansilla is just one of those cards that will make your opponent play bad. Those cards are so fun. They just make your opponents go nanners. Like most of the time the correct play is just play into standstill. 
Yeah. Like, like just, just crack it. Let's move on with our lives. Here's your three cards. Hopefully you don't draw a force. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if you do, well, I guess I got a... You're up a card, yeah, right? Yeah, like, like that. So it's like, all right, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, you got a two for God knows what. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how that math works out. It just breaks all the math, too. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I absolutely love when people just, like, don't understand what the hell to do against cards. And it's like, you know, obviously I played against you with Standstill 100 times. Oh, yeah. And it's like I know what I know. Depending on my hand, what I need to do. It's like, do I have aether vials in play? Well, I don't give a shit about. Yeah, exactly. Do I, <laughs> do I not have aether vials in play? You bet your ass, I'm casting this goblin matron. Yep. <laughs> I, I will break that, and I will still beat you in card advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not wrong. Uh, yeah. I. The, it's just, you know, it's one of those cards that just shuts the game down, even though it really doesn't shut the game down. Like, I mean, I love playing Stasis, too, and this just has that same sort of feel, even though Stasis actually just shuts the game down. <laughs> yeah, Stasis actually brings the game to a standstill, Lol. which is funny, yep. because it's not called standstill. <laughs> That's where, like, it, there's so many people who were just so anti giving their opponents card advantage yeah and like i get it right it feels bad to let your opponent draw a bunch of cards for really cheap but why are you playing force of will in your deck <laughs> like the same people who won't break a standstill will 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 happily cast a force of will on like turn five against another like mid-rangey deck Mid-range being a very generalized term for legacy. Yeah. Like, or the people who force of will a standstill. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> I don't understand it. Because that just makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to two for one myself, so you don't three for one me. I guess. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like... I don't get it. Like, it's just a standstill, guys. Like, yeah, it hasn't seen play in a decade, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a basic understanding <laughs> of how it works. Uh, the thing is, is that people freak out so hard, then you're just like, play a stupid 2-2 land, you know, and, and beat you to death with it. <laughs> yeah. And they're still like, oh, yeah. I don't want to break that standstill. <laughs> and then it just gets worse, because then suddenly, like, you have counter spells to protect things, and it just gets, like... Uh. Yeah. Stand still. Break it. It's not that hard once you understand what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Do you have a way around it? If not, break it as soon as possible. <laughs> I mean, well, you can even get cute. Cast a brainstorm on your opponent's end step. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll have to discard cards. <laughs> uh, but, oh well. Yeah, I don't know. I will say the one thing that's always disappointed me about standstill is you can't have multiple multiple in play at one time. Yeah, I know that makes me sad. There's just there's probably a way, but oh yeah, you just have to play like Leyland of Anticipation and flash one in in response to casting the first one. <laughs> but even that's kind of like then eh. you're playing Leyland of Anticipation. Although Leyland does pitch to Force of Will, mm. this might be playable. I was going to say, I'm like, the only thing I could think of was, um, uh, uh, what is it? You, you get them all in your yard and then cast Open the Vaults, is it? Uh, no, Second Sunrise is that turn, right? Yeah, Open the Vaults, I think, is just any artifact and enchantment. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like this, uh, this mono blue enchantress list, right? <laughs> we got this locked down. So we got Standstill, Leyline of Anticipation. And we can also play back to basics. <laughs> uh, we're no longer winning through um, land beatdowns, unfortunately. Uh -oh. uh, we're instead going to win through um, psychic corrosion. Oh, sign me up. We're done. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and we're just going to deck our opponent in legacy and pray to God they're not playing sneak and show. Oh, man. Because then we're never winning game one. <laughs> uh yeah mono blue enchantress that, so, that yeah. sounds about as suspect as my sweet um uh 
Glacial Chasm, Madcap Skills, Eon Hub Stasis deck. <laughs> no, but you see, the reason why this deck is better is because every single card in it can pitch to Force of Will. Oh, okay. True, but <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. But okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, <laughs> so my next card on my list, I, I feel like... You know, you said you didn't just pick your favorite cards. Like, I would be kind of doing a disservice to myself if I didn't name this card. And I'm actually just going to go with... <coughs> this is not, like, my favorite one, but it's so iconic, I think I have to... Some uh, Zabiri Golden Feather. Which I'm sure everybody knows what that all-star does. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who don't, it's a Griffin Lord. <laughs> And um, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I started back in Mirage, um, and the like one of the first decks I built, and I still have, and still somewhat update um, and keep playing is a is a Griffin Tribal deck, and I collect I mean, obviously collect Griffins and stuff like that too. So like, I mean, this is just this is just me. <laughs> yeah, I would have been disappointed if Zaviri specifically was not on this list. Just because even though he yeah. he is not like, you know, where most of the wins in the deck come from, and he's not your favorite Griffin, but he's like the signpost exactly. for this Griffin deck, because he is the Griffin Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, this is... Yeah, that... He is kind of like one of the all-stars, basically. I remember the first time I ever saw Zabiri outside of your deck i was at a card shop and i was like oh my god it's a beer golden feather and i immediately bought it and i sent you a picture of it and i was like i got this you're like cool i'm like i'm like you need it you're like no i already have enough i'm like oh all right i bought it anyways because i figured you'd need it and i'm like is it worth anything you're like no I'm like i thought it was on the reserve list you're like it is but it doesn't do anything i'm like oh, okay and i'm pretty sure i like put it in my trade binder and traded it away to someone at some point oh, it's like yeah, it's uh, like I saw Zabiri Gold, but I'm like, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Fletcher. That is, yeah, that is like so me. Like, and it felt so good because like after I got back into Magic for a while, like it was like one of the first times I'd done. It, I'm like, I'm just gonna buy a pack of Mirage with my card order or something like that from Channel Fireball, and I buy it, and my rare is Zabiri, and I'm like, this is meant to be, like as it should as be. It should be, like I don't know. It's just. That that card the card just makes me happy in general. Like I'm kinda mad I didn't trade that card from you because I just want stacks of Zabiris too. But like the the funny I mean it, it's literally like fifty cents. You can you can literally order stacks gonna, if you want. I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna buy it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um like yeah, the funny thing is is like the you know, the best the best card in the Griffin deck is Griffin Rider, which isn't even a Griffin. But <laughs> Yep. Because you can and the second yep the second best card is fledgling griffin yeah because you, because it's another griffin you can play early actually I think the best griffin in the deck is is diving griffin is that the, what? the two drop or uh, the... three drop one one white white for a two two vigilance flying vigilance yeah maybe because because you can go griffin rider turn two and then that turn three attack for five and then. <laughs> And then it, it's it's because it's a three drop. It's really easy to get out and attack with and stuff like that. Actually, I need to get those new griffins from that set. Oh man, still haven't got got those. But so. yeah, there is. Which that was in one of the plates archer decks, wasn't it? Yeah, I just gotta. I'm just gonna buy them. I gotta get five of them because I need four of them for the deck. <laughs> but okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. So griffins. Fletcher. Yeah, buddy. I I want to. I'm gonna break that deck out someday and just get smoked so I can play it again. Um, <laughs> it's modern legal. No, it's not. Oh, Zabiri. Zabiri isn't, and there's actually uh, Zabiri isn't. This was Matenda isn't. Moon isn't. Kundu Griffin You could is. make it modern legal. I could, and then the deck would be worse than it already is. Actually, probably not. I could put good cards in that place. <laughs> <laughs> Path to exile. I, like, on it. Like, honestly, if I just was like, uh, I'm gonna just take out the non-modern legal griffins and put in, um, 
Of the splash, uh, that one really good card in modern that makes spirit tokens, it'd just be infinitely better. But like, mine's <laughs> blanking. But oh, um, the flashback one. Yeah, now I can't even think of it. Goddamn. Uh, we're bad at lingering souls. Lingering souls. There we are. I'm like, I'm like something with spirits and stuff. But yeah. Well, doesn't that deck also randomly have uh, Ariac Champion in it? Because <laughs> I owned, I own one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just I'm, like Ariac champion. I'm grabbing this back on the card. Was like look twenty five dollars. Just dumped something all over myself. But yeah, back when the card was like super expensive, it's like oh yeah, I just got my random Ariac champion in here, like <laughs> because reasons. I got for my, some. I got player two player rewards. Day of judgments. Heck yeah. Suntail hawk. A couple soul wardens. Righteous aura. You know what that does? Uh. No. Uh, one and a white for an enchantment. Pay a white, pay two life, prevent all damage to you from one source. <laughs> Alright. 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 Uh, sure. I mean, Griffin. Yeah, Ariac Champion. I got an O ring. That's good. <laughs> this is like the most. Ca- like, this is like the epitome of casual. Oh, deck, dude. It is, like, it is the casualest of casuals ever. Like, this is my Griffin tribal deck with Suntail Hawk. I, I'm running. An 8th edition Suntail Hawk and a foil M14 one. Hey, I got two Honor the Peers. Those work. Yeah, that's that's an actual good magic card. <laughs> Combos with my creatures. Um, <laughs> okay, so moving on from that nonsense to other nonsense. Um, <laughs> my next card on my list is of uh, the the classic, and this this card had to be on my list. I think right. Like there's this has. To- there's no way. If I mention your name to someone and they don't think of this card, I have not told them about you enough. Yeah, like, I, it is. So, the card is Unexpected Results. And, okay, there we go. That's enough. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this kind of embodies me as a Magic player to some degree, too. Like, just overall, this card, not just my un- the Unexpected Results deck that we put way too much time and effort into, like, but I, I mean, I remember seeing this card, and I'm a Timmy Johnny, and this just got me going in every possible way. Like when I looked at the card, like how do I break this card that they specifically designed to not be breakable? <laughs> hey, thirty percent of the time it works every time. Mathematically, mathematically, if you have a perfect hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my fa- that's my favorite part like if you have the nut perfect opening hand this you will win 30 percent of the time on turn Sorry, two you, you you won't win 30 percent of the time you will put something into play that is that is difficult to interact with 30 percent of the time you basically win the game 30 percent of the time like yes. like of that 30 percent of hits like if the weakest hit i get is a world spine worm i'm doing pretty good it's all right. Like that's the worst one I can get to. Easy. <laughs> and like it just goes up from there. Like and if I have anything in my hand like omniscience is just insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, the whole the whole everything about that like just here's here's the thing. I actually have a really really large amount of appreciation for unexpected results. Because it forced us slash me to have a lot of outside the box thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, the deck's like kind of a joke. No, the deck is totally a joke. <laughs> but we didn't we did not approach it as a joke. We yeah. appro- like I like I went full bore into this deck. Oh, You're yeah. like, can I can we make this deck a thing? And I'm just like, well, there's technically nothing strictly better than it. <laughs> We can't, what we can't can play we hypergenesis, do? So. Yeah. So it's like you know, like I legit poured a lot of like my time and energy and like thought process oh, yeah. into this deck. Like you know, like you would ask me a question and I'd think about it for the next hour while I drive to my next stop for work, and I'd give you an answer. Uh-huh. You know, and they're like, there was like this this deck is never gonna like you know see play throughout the world and like oh, yeah. i don't even enjoy playing it if i'm completely honest <laughs> it's so fun to play there's, it's so fun there's 
way too much goddamn shuffling, and I am not lucky enough to ever win a game with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one time me and you sat down to play a casual game, and I was playing it, and I'm just, like, swearing because my draws are so ungodly horrible. I'm like, this deck is absolute garbage. I don't understand why you enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because I'm unlucky. But, like, if anything sums up our like mine and use like magic like uh i don't even know what word i'm looking for like our interactions in magic mm -hmm. it is this deck. it is like it really is like like everything else we've ever done in magic this deck sums it up so well because it's the culmination of both of us just putting time into seeing what this what it can do and and honestly that deck is probably the most important thing i have done in magic because i think that advanced me a long ways from in, in deck building like not not it, that we built a good deck in the end but like we i think we built one of the best like one of the best versions of that deck that we could build um which is a, you know a low bar basically to some degree but the thing is is that i I had an opportunity to really work through some th some things things about building and tweaking decks and play test and testing decks and just and learning about them and everything like that. So I mean, I I learned a lot from doing this. Yeah, like that deck has gone through so many iterations also. Like it started out as just a two-color deck yeah. if we, and it yeah. wound up being banned for a while and now yeah. it's like on teamer. Uh yeah, it's teamer like, cuz yeah, cuz we got um uh I randomly posted it on a uh, Reddit one day for something about the craziest deck you've ever played or whatever like that, and somebody replied about a um, uh, uh, blast of genius, and we're like, "Oh my god, this fits!" But this is perfect, <laughs> absolutely perfect. But because then you can just go to the face sometimes if you're ramping. Um, mm -hmm. But like, yeah, and cathartic reunion was is really good in the deck too. Um, Yes. When do you get to freely discard your Emrakuls? Yeah, like it's like, it's like <laughs> pitch your cathartic reunion, pitch Emrakul and um, uh, Omniscience, <laughs> shuffle them back in. Uh. But like, and you know, it, it sounds ridiculous, but like the the like mental gymnastics and like just the outside the box thinking and everything that you had we had to go through to get this deck to where it is. And the, the tuning and tweaking and everything and going through that process was so helpful for me in learning how to how to approach these things. Yes. Like if honestly, like if we applied the same amount of energy, well, let's be honest, if we did this for literally any format, it would have like any deck we're trying to tune would have been left behind in the meadow way, way too like yeah. too long. Like we put more time into this than there, like than and any individual deck has stuck around in sta in like the standard format. Oh yeah, easy. And it's like modern has well moved beyond what it was when we first started working on that deck. Oh yeah, this, like, like even this deck wasn't legacies. Yeah, legacies meta changes <laughs> faster than how long it took us to work on this deck. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, like everyone's sort of like, man, if we just like put the insane amount of work that we put into that deck into another like deck i wonder what we could make yeah like it we if we found something that moved us we probably could do it mm -hmm. like because that's the thing is i need to be excited about something and like if it's something that i'm not excited about i'm not gonna put the effort into it so yeah like that's that's which is perfectly understandable again. but yeah like you you were really really excited about the concept of unexpected oh, results, and I just liked the challenge. Yeah. It's like, can I make this playable? Barely. I got I got the I got the story <laughs> equity out of it. So I you did, did. I did at an event go two and two, which is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that that's just the most gas thing ever, I though. I love that. So. All right, but. Honestly, unexpected else is probably the most important card on my list. I'm just gonna probably. say it. I think it honestly is. Just because of what it represents. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like exactly. So, all right. So my next card is another fun one. Uh, <laughs> I'm noticing something about how I play Magic in some places, but um, <laughs> so this one is Blood Moon. <laughs> 
Uh, Blood Moon. This card is on, like, if I had, like, a top 12, this card would be on my yeah, list. Yeah. Like, I, this card covers a couple things. Like, one of the first decks I really took seriously in Modern was Blue Moon. Back when it was actually, like, decent. Um, it was good at the time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was before the printing of Polygon's Command. Yeah, Command just ruined everything. K-Command ruined the fun aspects of yeah. the deck. Like, Blood Mooning people and then Vidalcan Shackling their creatures. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, felt, yeah. Felt good. Also, like, if I've noticed one thing is that I love punishing people with greedy mana. Like, yes. that feels so good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think this is you, like, your influence on me. But, like, I've... You know, I, I notice myself myself becoming more and more mana centric, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. thinking about how mana is playing, you know, how how my mana is forcing me to play the game and stuff like that, and what can happen, you know, with all that. Instead of just being like slam the dual lands every second you can, you know. But and like even like what like you know considering more what lands to play and everything like that, and I don't know, like it's um. Uh, I just like punishing people who have super greedy mana bases. <laughs> I just like punishing people who make horrible decisions. Yeah. Like, here's the thing about Blood Moon, is everyone hates it. Yep. No one wants to make the sacrifices necessary to not be punished by it. Yeah. I built a two-color deck... And I specifically built the mana base so I wouldn't be affected by Blood Moon. Yep. And what did people do? Play Blood Moon against they you. They boarded in Blood Moon against me. <laughs> and you're like, law. I'm so, I'm like, all right. Uh, you know, I'm like, all right, fetch island, fetch swamp, remand your Blood Moon, fetch island, play this second swamp in my hand, play this third island in my hand. You yep. can resolve your Blood Moon now. I don't care. Yeah, go for it. Like, <laughs> step up. But. Yeah, it's like, like, and the one time I played against a guy who was on Obzon, mm -hmm. and he knew I had Blood Moon in my deck. I Blood Mooned him turn one. Mm -hmm. And what does he do on turn one? He fetches for an Overgrown Tomb. <laughs> then he fetches for a Godless Shrine. Uh. Then he fetches for a Temple Garden. And then I Blood Moon him, and he pisses and moans about Blood Moon. It's, it's like, like, you could have fetched you're a dumbass. there. <laughs> like... You literally brought this on yourself. You know I'm playing the card. Mm -hmm. Like, people just, they want to be greedy. And I know I said that one of the best wins is just tempoing someone out. It feels so good just to punish someone oh, yeah. for making poor life decisions. That feels good, too. <laughs> Especially, like, with Blue Moon, because then you'd be able to just, like, beat them down with a 2-2. Yeah. Or, or, do, go, no, or do nothing for, like, five turns. Like, you basically just, like, draw cards and play lands. Yeah. And then they try... Oh, you... Uh. And it's like, oh, you finally resolve something? Steal it with Vidalcan Jackals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you oh, you didn't... Oh, you resolve something? Counter it? Spreading seize your basic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, the only swamp I had in my deck. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna... Don't mind me. I'm gonna cast... I'm gonna cast this Karanos and Lightning Bolt you to death over the next 30 turns. Yep. I hope that's okay with you. No regrets. But... No regrets. Uh, I missed that that deck. There's... Also, there is nothing better than playing against the... the that one match I had against the Blood, Blood Moon Mirror. Or the uh, Blue Moon Mirror. <laughs> like... And why, why, why was that so exceptional? It, it was just fun. Like, I don't know. I just think about that match all the time it was just one of those who who flinches first kind of games there's just a lot going on with it i just enjoyed it but you want to know my favorite part about the blood moon mirror or the blue moon mirror yep. or just the blood moon mirror in general mm -hmm. inevitably what would always happen when you all go to sideboard yep and you're like picking your cars and you're taking your cards out and both of you just like make eye contact and reveal all the blood moons you're taking out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yep. this ain't meant for this matchup. Yeah, there we go. Straight up, up, up on the table, like, yeah, these are going bye bye. Yep. <laughs> I, that was probably my favorite part, just because like that little like, yeah, we know what's going on. We, we know what's happening here. There's no punishment necessary. Mm -hmm. We're both being reasonable individuals. 
yeah. playing enough basics. Uh, I'm not going to lie, speaking of playing enough basics, I'm really, really tempted. I don't think I can make the mana base work, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But I really, really want to build an Obzon deck with four Path of Exile, four Assassin's Trophy, four Field of Rune, and four Ghost Quarter, and just run my opponent out of basics. <laughs> just, just kill all their basics and just be like, taste it. Yeah, just like, oh, you built your mana base to be relatively okay. Not okay enough. <laughs> But I I don't think the mana the mana would no. work. Unfortunately, you'd randomly be really really weak to the same shit that you're doing yeah, to someone else, which is funny. Because you know you're playing you eight un- colorless lands. Yeah. Then in, then in case you run into the monocolor deck, you can sideboard in your liquid metal coating and your splinter or whatever it is. <laughs> Just strip them all out. Just bang headshot. <laughs> Wombo-y. but go score to your swamp. I'm sorry, you don't have any more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so in the in the same theme as some of the other cards I've picked, which are about slowing down the game, uh, my number seven is Fire Blast because there is I just love cards that are as all in as this. I'm sorry, <laughs> like there is nothing more I love than playing Burn and being like, "All right, sack my last two of mountains, Fire Blast you for lethal." Do you got it? Like, <laughs> it's just I don't know. I just love it. I just love this card. I this is like one of the few like scenarios where like me and you have very very similar experiences with this. Yeah. Because me and you both played Burn for a while. Oh yeah, I'd still love Burn in Legacy. Yeah, it's like and like just playing Burn in Legacy is just a relatively, yep. you know, it's you ha- you go into the tournament knowing exactly what you're going to get out of it. Oh yeah, you know you, and you it's know a exactly good time. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the like there there's like there like you said there's literally nothing better than like you sit there you're doing the math and you're like well I'm dead if he untaps. Yeah, just go for it. Like, <laughs> like, do you have a daze? Because I can't pay for days. <laughs> yeah, because I got no mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tap them to cast my other two spells and then sacrifice them. <laughs> uh, like, I, I'm gonna say in this slot. I did look at Flame Rift because I absolutely love that card too. But that, I don't know. I think Fire Blast is just even more all in than that. Like, it's just. I don't know. It's just one of those cards that it just feels so good to just See, just be like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, like Flame Rift is about sending a message. Yeah, like that's planting that message, a flag. <laughs> yeah, like Flame Rift is planting a flag and Fire Blast is taking said flag, literally lighting it on fire and throwing it at your opponent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, we are so all in on this working. Yep. Please, God, let it work. <laughs> Please, dear God, let it work. Yeah, it's just like, oh, <laughs> man. That's just one of the things I love about, like, playing Burn in Legacy. Like, you know, like, some games in Legacy, you're like, you're, you know, your opponent plays a fetch, and you're like, oh, I wonder what they're on. Or yeah, it's like, they play, a, they play a duel, and you're like, oh, I think they're on this, and stuff like that. When your opponent goes mountain lava spike you, you're like, this is what we're doing. Let's go. Like, <laughs> All right. This is established. We're good. <laughs> like there is there is no second guessing this. It's like, all right. And <laughs> once we're into like, the breach, dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> like this like what? The the judge guy at the Grand Prix. Yeah. He's like, I got some I got some tickets. You wanna play? I'm like, all right, let's do this. He's like, I don't remember what you want what you're on. I'm like, I'm on goblins. What do you want? He's like, you'll know soon enough. He's like he's like, fetch foil mountain of lava spike here. I'm like, all right. It's been a while since I've had this race. Uh, <laughs> love it. Love it. That game was <laughs> that game was phenomenal too, by the way. That match was phenomenal. We played played three games. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. She played a match. Like, that was just, and it was just haymakers. Like, (laughs) I love, respect to him. If there's anything I appreciate, it's watching somebody tank a little bit when they're playing Burn. And they're, like, 
and you're like what attack you for eight or something like that yeah like attack you for eight he's, he's like, like hmm, double fetch <laughs> double fetch burn you like <laughs> yeah double fetch go to like he went to like six he's like yep. go to six bolt bolt it's like oh boy it's like yeah like <laughs> life is a resource you don't lose until you lose the last one <laughs> he he knew his only out was top decking and he top decked and just bam and of it. course the top the top deck is exactly price of progress sack both mountains fire blast you oh beautiful oh. like god damn Music just to my ears has to be those exact two cards to kill me too mm-hmm. it's just it was fabulous. Good times. Yep. That's like, I don't think I've ever felt bad losing to burn. It's like sometimes it's really hard sometimes to feel bad about it because it's like, all right, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, like yeah, like I sorry, I don't think I've ever felt bad losing to Legacy Burn. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And like something about Legacy Burn where it's like, when both of you just know what's going on. Like, like the the pace of play and like the euphoria going on in play is like you're both just living on like that razor's edge. Yep. It's where it's so like, good. how is this gonna go? I don't know. Should I have? Should I fetch this turn? Should I just play a basic, or should I play the land in my hand and hope to draw another land to be able to cast? Do I fetch a basic just in case he has price? Like, there's so much going on. Yeah. That it's like it's just such a good time. I love it too. Okay, all right. The last card on my list. It's probably the most unassuming card <laughs> by far. Like I think even more than Zabiri. Yeah, probably. Probably it's better than Zabiri, but you know. Um, yeah. And this is kind yes. of a signpost card too, to some. I th- yeah, obviously to some degree. Um, this this card was this card shows a big stepping off point for you as a magic player. Oh, yeah. And this is God's Willing. <laughs> if anybody remembers that card. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I remember what it does just off of memory. Go for it. One white instant. Target creature gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Scry one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's not, a con- it's not a hard card to remember if you know, but it's like... That card. Well, it's back when oh. protection was still an yeah. actual thing that they yeah. used. So, so this this was a card in the um, uh, heroic standard deck, the blue white heroic standard deck I played for uh, that basically that whole standard block, and then we we played it at Re- uh, Star City Regionals. I think I played it at the store a little bit and everything. Like you played it at Star City Regionals. I played it. Sorry, yeah, you played a good deck. Um, I played. Uh, I did what I do best. I played a tier two deck to a relatively okay finish. <laughs> True, but yeah, I played. I played a. My deck was fine. I made. It, I made an incorrect meta call, but that was me being inexperienced, in my opinion. But I mean, it was also the deck that you you had a basic understanding of, yep. it, and it's the deck you wanted to play. Yep. Like, I do not fault you for playing heroic. In oh, that I don't. Defense. I don't fault myself for playing it at all either. <laughs> like i i still i think i made a, I, I think i'm okay with the choice of playing the deck still like i yeah oh I you're talking it. about your decision to play um stratus walk over aqueous walk. yes that was the big one yes i love i love how i remember that exact mistake oh i remember it because it's one of those things it's there's certain mistakes and learning experiences that you just will remember always and like that's one of them i will always remember about the meta, like honestly, Stratus Walk is the better card, hands down. Like I think, just without knowing what I'm playing against, I would play Stratus Walk in that deck still. Eh, I th- I sure. I think so still. I think you want the card draw. I think you really, really do want the card draw. It's better than scrying. I I just I do remember though when but we were building your deck. You asked me. We had we had that exact discussion, yep. and I'm just like I'm like all right, Stratus Walk is two mana, but you draw a card. Yep. Aqueous form is one mana, unblockable, but you scry every time you yeah. attack. I still and think I was on the block s- is good. Yeah, I was on the side of Aqueous form, and I believe your exact words were, "I like this one because more because it says draw a card on it." I, 
I still keep I still take that same stance with with even with the knowledge I have now, like without without the meta around it, I think that is the correct choice. However, with the meta taken into consideration, I think uh Ikwe's form was the better the was the correct pick instead. Like yeah. you you had Stormbreath Dragon, which was just a brick wall. Like yes. it's just it was impossible to beat. I had absolutely nothing that could deal with it. Period. <laughs> like there was absolutely nothing I had that could deal with it. Um, well, except God's willing. What do you mean? Well, protection from red attack through it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could do that. But like, but that—that's a four of in your deck, and you have to alpha strike them. Yeah, I have to kill them that turn. And by that time, attacking I'm dead. for twenty is really hard. Also, yeah. <laughs> also, just them having, or also uh, Hornet Queen being in the format with your deck, like that. Yes. was just made it worse too. But yeah, I don't know, like. This yeah, this was literally my first serious foray into standard, and it was enjoyable. I I felt pretty good with my performance. Um, so like, th- and this this was the best card in that deck, in my opinion. Hands down. Hands down. This like that was the card that like made the deck decent. Like I think if you, yeah. I think if that card was gone, the deck would not even be playable. Yeah, maybe. I think honorable mention has to go to the plus one, plus oh, and draw card. Defi- White De- Defiant Strike? Yeah, that card was... Bena- that that card got dirty. Oh, yeah, my, my one opponent God's was not particularly... you do it. Yeah, my, my <laughs> opponent was not particularly happy when I, when I am uh, triple Defiant strike him in one turn. <laughs> yeah. But... Defiant Strike, get wrecked. I, yeah, Defiant Strike is still one of those cards that I'll be sorting through, like, cards or something to come across a card and, like... Just smile at it and be like, uh, yeah, yeah. Memories. Memories. Like, that was a, be- that was a beautiful one, but I don't know. That was, that was a really good experience, too, because I had never played Standard before that. I don't think. But I also really, I really remember the one time when we, when we decided to put this deck together. Yep, for this you. is just like something that I remember, too. Like, you're sitting like we went deep yeah into your deck was this was this for regional tournament at the store or was this actually for regionals i think this was for regionals i'm not sure it might have been it's one or the other but like you you sit down and like you have like, like you actually have a notebook yep out. i have a notebook out and we're like okay <laughs> we're in you're taking like you're taking down like sideboarding notes and everything yep. and you're sitting there you're writing and I'm just walking circles around your table. Yep, and we're just hashing and, all this out. Yeah, like, and we're going at this for like a while, and I never stop moving. Yep, and you never stop writing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was so good. Like we went so far as to figure out like your exact sideboard plan against every deck. It's like yep. this gets cut, this gets added. We built that sideboard from the ground up. Yep, like. There was so much work put into that deck. Why do? Have you ever noticed that we always put all this work into your decks? Because well, I need the help, <laughs> and I just like wing it for all my shit. <laughs> like, John, I, I tend to inspire people. Apparently, <laughs> like I, I remember doing something not quite as in depth, but something very similar with the black white deck for the invitation. Yeah, that we you worked pretty in. good with that, and I did not do as well with that one. <laughs> But you still made top eight. Yeah. Which matters. Off the back of modern. Yeah. But it's like, you know, so I like, got to get the um uh, uh lock with uh, against an affinity player, so <laughs> taste it. Yeah, but it's just it was just another one of those like we just went in depth yep. on like how to build your deck and like all that stuff. And I'm just like, I have a basic idea of what I want to do and then I build it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I Good times. I wish I wish we had more opportunities to do things like that. Like, more unknown formats, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because like, I feel like we're pretty good there. Like, I just remember, like, the, uh, I also remember the one time we had, um, uh, or you're like, oh, I'm going to this event at the store, they're doing, um, uh, Standard Popper. Yes. And, and we're like, cool, let's make a deck. So we, like, sit down there and we start brainstorming, and I bring up, I think I had, like, MTG Forge that I was building the deck on, so I had, like, a visual something visual to look at and stuff like that and we're like okay sweet we built this sweet like what was it like red white tokens or something 
It was red, white tokens splashing black for pony back brigade. Yeah, and and you crush. (laughs) Absolutely wreck. And the one guy's like, yeah, this is like actually a, like, if you take out the black, this is actually like apparently a deck in this format. Yeah, it's like one of the best decks in the meta. We're like, oh, sweet. Cool, we did it. Like, (laughs) cool. I'm awesome. Or even number, <laughs> even uh, Ixalan block when Arena first came out. Yeah, like, that was awesome. Like, uh, you know, brewing up the the Esper list, like the Esper control list was sweet. Um, and the uh, that Jund list we had was great too. Like, I don't know, we just had some sweet brews. Like when we can get to a like get a format like that, that's kind of a little fuzzy. It were. We have a surprisingly high success rate for unknown formats. We really do. Where it's just kind of like, I don't know, let's see what we can do with it. <laughs> like, you know, brand new standard format, boring, don't care, yeah. not really. Yeah. You, know, you know, like, I have deck ideas, but we're not really doing much for it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to... Boy, howdy, you give us block constructed, we, sorry, we will put the time into that yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, this is a standard popper. Alright, deal. Done. <laughs> Crush it. I'm just like, man, I love goblins and I love trumpet blast. <laughs> uh, Let's make this Yeah. Uh, oh man. Times. So John, we've been talking for an hour. Um we have we to about you. Your list. Uh, I know we're talking <laughs> about my favorite thing. Um <laughs> We might have to do yours as another episode because Looking at your list, I think we could talk about a lot of these cards as much as we talked about mine. I could probably talk about certain uh, of these cards for an hour in and of themselves. Yeah, pretty much. So maybe we'll... I'm not sure if it'll be next week, but maybe we'll... Um, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because, uh, yeah, we got some... We got a few things we want to talk about, but... Well, this was, this was a good... Like, I've been I've been thinking for a while that I, I've been kind of wanted to do, like... Probably like a bonus episode where we just like explain ourselves because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't know that much about us. But like this is I think this is uh, this was a really good episode for people just to like see into us well, you as a magic player, me kind of on the sidelines. That gives you to people get to see who you are. Yeah, they, they get to see that I'm... you prop me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that makes this shit work. <laughs> yeah, you're, the guy, you're the guy who's like, it's like, yeah, I go to the standard thing in 4-0 with John's deck that he taught me how to play. With <laughs> yeah. See, you're the visionary, and I'm the actual architect. Yeah. You're just like, I want to build a giant skyscraper, and I'm just like, all right, I'll make this shit work. Here's the, here's the steel and glass. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god good times good times but good memories yeah that's good it's good stuff man like man. I, that's what a lot of Magic these cards are too are some great memories that we've had yeah yeah that's I, like i think that's the important thing it's like you know like what we're obviously we're talking about now but like that's the whole thing about like my list is like my list is like memories it's like when when people think of me what do they think of mm-hmm. And, like, one of my cards was literally, like, it's just, like, an epiphany hit me. And it's, like, man. And I, like, look at one of my friends and I point and I'm, like, what's the one phrase that you associate with me the most? He's, like, effects in your upkeep? Like, damn right, this is going on my list. <laughs> uh, I'm, like, so. there's only one card on the list that I'm, like, really? But, yeah. yours, but we'll get it. To we'll it. get to it, and I'm sure I'll understand. I'm sure you know which one it is, too. Maybe. But do you think it's the last one? <laughs> uh maybe that's the one <laughs> okay but all right um yeah. cool yeah so um if you want to shoot us some feedback you can send us an email at the local at gmail.com uh catch us on twitter at the local meta pc you can check out everything related to the podcast at the except for john's informational blurb because he hasn't given me anything yet so i had to make some i've up. given all the information anyone needs I'm awesome. Okay. I'm probably just going to change it to something insulting or something, but probably. We'll see. All right. 
John, you got anything else before we close this one up? Effects in your upkeep. Effects in your upkeep, okay. You will affect my upkeep. But, but until then, we will catch you next time.